Good morning. This is Kitty Glomsky, along with my co-host, Brooke Mainville from Region 9 Area Agency on Aging, and another episode of Let's Talk About Aging. This is Kitty Glomsky with a segment that we call Scam Alert. I'd like to talk to you about social media. A lot of us have cell phones. We look things up on our cell phones. We receive texts. And this is now an area of concern for everyone. I became aware of the shopper scam. If you use shopping services like at Walmart or Meijer, people were receiving texts to confirm your order and that there was something wrong and they had to confirm your credit card. That's a scam. So I want to warn you that anytime you're connected on social media and they need to confirm something, don't be fooled. Call up the vendor, in this case, Walmart or Meyer, and ask if you have an order. If it's nothing pending, then you don't have an order and you should just not reply. Scammers are after your money. They're after your information. They're after your credit card information, your banking information, your social security card, your Medicare card. Just remember that government, they don't call you. If they need to, they'd send you a letter. So don't be fooled. The worst scammers are always on the telephone. They want your information and your money. So don't be fooled. If you have any questions about this, you can always contact your Medicare Medicaid Assistance Program counselor at your local senior center, or you can call 1-800-803-7174. Brooke, you have an important topic to talk about today, don't you? I really do. We're talking about the importance of brain health, what dementia is, why is it important to protect our brain health, and then also what are the ways to protect your brain, right? It's one thing to talk about it, but then it's another to talk about how to do it. Well, you know, everybody's a little forgetful. I've forgotten my keys at times, but is that really dementia? What is dementia? Dementia is not a specific disease as a general term. Dementia impairs your ability to remember, to think, make decisions, doing your everyday activities. The most common form of dementia is Alzheimer's disease, and it most likely affects older adults. There's a difference between normal aging and dementia. Forgetting your keys, that happens. But if you forget what your keys are used for, that's when something's wrong and you should go talk to your doctor. There you go. Well, that's a relief knowing I don't have Alzheimer's. So how prevalent is this? Is this something that affects a lot of Americans? Over 55 million people worldwide have dementia in 2020. However, this number is about to double in the upcoming years. So it is growing as people are living longer. So someone in the world develops dementia every three seconds. (laughs) That's amazing. That's a huge statistic. You don't catch dementia, do you? No, not unless you have like a head injury, then that can cause it or a vascular episode such as a stroke or a heart attack that causes the blood flow to stop to the brain. But it's not like the flu or COVID. What country has the biggest elderly population? I'm assuming that this is 
prevalent with older people. So it would affect countries yeah. that have large populations of elderly, right? The fastest growing elderly population is China and India. So it's more prevalent over there. Having this educational opportunity, what are some of the ways that people can protect their brain health? There are things that you might be already doing. Eating healthy, consider following a Mediterranean diet. That really emphasizes plant-based foods such as whole grains, fish, healthy fats such as olive oil, regular exercise. This is beneficial because it increases the blood flow to the brain. It also is said to make the connections in your brain work a little bit better. And for exercise, you can do anything. You can go walking, you could go swimming, you could play tennis, thing that increases your heart rate. Another thing is get plenty of sleep. They say that the recommended hours of sleep are seven to eight consecutive hours of sleep per night. And try not getting fragmented sleep. Another thing that you could do is control your risk of heart problems. That's watching your high blood pressure, your cholesterol, your diabetes, your heart rhythm. Any of those can raise your risk for dementia. So manage your blood sugar levels. If you have diabetes, you definitely want to be even more conscious of it. Another thing that you might find surprising is social inter- interactions. If you are socializing with someone, it warns off depression and stress, which can lead to memory issues. Signs of depression can look like dementia. That is amazing. COVID has really made it difficult for people to maintain those social interactions, hasn't it? It has. The technology can only go so far, right? But it's nice to get a hug once in a while, see your people face to face. They do say social isolation is just as bad as your health as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Whoa. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) That's pretty amazing. I don't think I'd take up either of them. No. Um. (laughs) If you know anyone that is homebound that needs social interaction with someone, give them a call, see if you can bring them lunch, do something like that, because there are seniors out there that aren't getting the interaction they need. Right. What are some ways that we can protect our brain health? You want to stay informed about your prescriptions or over-the-counter drugs you're taking. Sometimes people don't know this, but your over-the-counter drugs and your prescription drugs can have an interaction. So you want to make sure that you talk to your healthcare provider about the drugs. We highly suggest that you keep a medication list and bring it to your doctor's appointment so they're seeing what you're taking. Another one is limit your stress. You know, there are self-care activities out there that you can do. This is really important for all my family caregivers out there. When you're under stress, you make a hormone called cortisol and cortisol Uh works in certain ways to the brain to control your mood and motivation and fear. So we want to limit the amount of cortisol in our brain, limit your alcohol consumption, and you want to avoid tobacco. Smoking increases the risk of cognitive decline because quitting smoking can reduce your levels. Anyone at any age can quit smoking. And it's highly recommended that you do because there are benefits of it right away when you stop smoking. You want to try to avoid head injuries, right? Sometimes we can't really avoid it, but you know, we need to rethink, should I go on a ladder? Maybe you should wear glasses if you tend to fall. Check your shoes. Um, It goes all back to the matter of balance and fall prevention. Get rid of the throw rugs, remove your clutter, make sure that your shoes have a good grip on them. If you're wearing barefoot or socks, make sure the socks have grip on them. That's why with the fall risk, you might hit your head 
and that's an injury. So that's why avoiding certain medications that make you dizzy or alcohol beverages, it says that as you age, your metabolism slows down. So alcohol has a more of effect on your body in the breakdown than it did when you were younger. That's why you can't drink as much as you used to. You need to be smart about avoiding falls. And I can't say enough good about a matter of balance class in addition to thinking about your brain health. I have a family member that's getting up there in age and he's too proud to use a walker at times. He needs to realize that he needs to protect himself. This is something that we all should be thinking of and talking to our elders about. So what's next on your list? Taking care of your mental health. That goes back to reducing stress. A history of depression can increase your cognitive decline. So see medical treatment if you have symptoms of depression or anxiety or mental health concerns. A fun one here is try new things, right? At any age, we can start trying new things. Maybe it's taking a cooking class, a dance class, wherever it may be. They said this helps build your new parts of your brain, like new connections. So that's really fun. So try something new. And then overall, we just want to keep your brain active, right? Our brain is similar to a muscle. So if we don't use it, then we lose it. So, you know, <laughs> there's things that we can do to keep our brain in shape, such as crossword puzzles, Sudoku, reading, playing cards, putting a puzzle together. All these things where our mind is actively engaged really does have a benefit with our brain health. We need to stay active, stay healthy, get rid of tobacco and limit your drinking, get sleep, watch our medications and ask about side effects, keep our medications list, limit stress. Stress is a huge one on this list, isn't it? Yeah. And then, yeah. And then we need to be social and try new things. Right. Um, and a lot of people may be already doing these things, but it's a friendly reminder that it does have an impact on your overall health and your brain health. Oh, and exercise. I know that even if you exercise by walking or mm -hmm. doing some sort of physical activity for, you know, 10 minutes a day, it adds up, doesn't it? It really does. Honestly, there's seniors that are doing it and seniors that aren't doing it. And you can see a difference in their health and their mobility. It's great for mobility and your brain health and overall health. You know, Brooke, after listening to your list, these are things that we should be doing anyway, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or even if you're not, I mean, we all have strengths and weaknesses, right? So examine this list and say, okay, what is one of my weaknesses? Because I can see it easily get stuck in a rut or if it's not part of our routine. So shake it up a little bit and try incorporating something that maybe you haven't been doing lately. That's a good suggestion. Brooke, you are a certified dementia specialist, and you have a lot of other educational opportunities out there. You want to talk about a few of those? If you are a dementia caregiver, we have the Creating Confident Caregivers, which is the six-week evidence-based course where we talk about the stages of dementia, how to keep your person entertained so that they don't get bored or over-simulated because that's when we get the related behaviors. We have powerful tools for caregivers, which teaches you how to reduce stress of caregiving. And then I have one-on-one -on -one dementia consultations that I do. If you're interested in any of these caregiver resources, please feel free to reach out to me at 989-358-4616. Again, that was 
1-800-273-4616. We have a lot more resources for caregivers and workshops and webinars and all this, but go to our past podcast to find out more. You also do a e-newsletter too, don't you? I do. And there's different topics all the time. So we might be talking about getting your paperwork in order or fall prevention, dementia, diabetes, Parkinson's, chronic pain. The list goes on and on about the different topics we discuss. Topic of the day for dementia. That's great. Anything else you'd like to add, Brooke? This has been fascinating. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Kitty. It's such an important topic that I'm glad that we were able to discuss it today. Brooke, you talked to me about how many people in Northeast Michigan are estimated to be caregivers. The statistic was one in five, that's 21.6. Michigan adults currently provide care to family members or friends. Wow. Of those, it's 54% are women. (laughs) There's a lot of caregivers. And if you're a caregiver, you can certainly benefit from some of these classes. They're virtual classes and virtual opportunities. We have virtual and some of the counties are doing it in person again. So we do have great options for both if you're in person or you would like to do it virtual and they both are free. So that's wonderful. How do they reach you to sign up? They can call me at 989-358-4616 or go to our nemcsa.org website and find my phone number and email there as well. Perfect. Brooke, thank you for coming and talking to us about this important topic about brain health. It affects a lot of people in Northeast Michigan. You do an important job that is needed. Uh, So let's talk about this again in the future. Thanks for having me, Kitty. This is Kitty Glomsky. And Brooke Mainville. With the calendar of events for August. Brooke, tell us what you've got. I have a full calendar for everyone. We have a virtual Creating Confident Caregivers starting August 2nd, going to September 13th. That's at 10 a.m. to noon. Creating Confident Caregiver is for dementia caregivers. Um, We have a path for chronic pain. That's virtual starting August 26th and going to September 30th from 1 to 3. If you're dealing with chronic pain issues, this is a workshop for you. We have a matter of balance that's in person up in Sheboygan. So matter of balance is that fall prevention workshops. And we talk about how to modify your house, how to talk to your doctors or family about falls, how to exercise. So you maintain your mobility that is in Sheboygan, August 3rd to September 21st from 930 to 1130. We have some um, webinars that are taking place. Our first one is going to be August 12th, and that is navigating family dynamics and caregiving. Dealing with a care recipient maybe isn't hard, but then you have your family, maybe the different dynamics involved with that is hard. So how do we go about navigating that? Navigating family dynamics and caregiving is taking place August 12th from 1 to 2. Then on Friday, 
August 19th, we have a healthy living webinar, and that is living with chronic pain. It's taking place Friday, August 19th from one to two. It's living with chronic pain. And this one is only a one hour session. If you're able to do the six week chronic pain path workshop, that's taking place August 26th. For for the workshop, please contact me at 989-358- 4616. Again, that was 989-358-4616. Or go to our website at nemcsa.org senior services, and you'll find all the online registrations for all the different items there as well. That's all I have for the calendar event. So I have two virtual workshops, one workshop in person in Sheboygan, and two virtual webinars. Thank you, Brooke. With the Medicare Medicaid Assistance Program, we also have a new to Medicare virtual presentation on Wednesday, August 10th. That's the second Wednesday of August. And this is for anybody that is new to Medicare. If they're planning their retirement and they want to know how Medicare handles their benefits, or if you're disabled and starting Medicare, this presentation explains how Medicare works. Then afterwards, you get to meet one-on-one with a counselor and talk about your personal situation. So mark August 10th, that's a Wednesday at 10 o'clock. To register, you can call 1-800-803-7174 or contact your local senior center, your commission or council on aging, and they can make the appointment for you. So this is Kitty Glomsky and Brooke Mainville asking you to join us again next time on Let's Talk About Aging. Podcast music provided by Groove Music. Selection titled Modern Logo, created by Vadim Kuznetsov and can be found at https colon slash slash elements.invado.com slash modern logo zvhfbj6. This podcast was supported, in part, by grant number 90 MPPG0039 from the U.S. Administration for Community Living, Department of Health and Human Services, Washington, D.C. Let's Talk About Aging is a production of the Region 9 Area Agency on Aging, 2569 U.S. 23 South, Alpena, Michigan 49707.